Okay. Well, thanks yeah. for joining Thank us. Thank you for having me. Um, we'd like to ask a few questions about rock stars, how you have done your hiring before. Mm -hmm. um, more importantly, talent pooling. Yeah. Collaboratively. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, we really think is an interesting feature yeah. to have uh, yeah. for the future. So, yeah. I'd like to know how do you how did you work before and how yeah. did we try to improve it? Uh, so yeah, in terms of the talent pool, um, that's really something. It was a it started as a practical issue where um, you know startups were asking us like we need someone right now and how do we find them and yeah, do you know anyone and, and the thing was we often did know someone but it was all super unstructured obviously and then just kind of happened to have that person in mind and also within rockstar there wasn't really one person who was responsible for this so like you would ask one person they would say no and the other person would say yeah sure i know this but so it was kind of yeah, not really something you want to, it's not very scalable and yeah. uh, structured. So, and then on the other side, especially me as a recruiter within Rockstar, I was just noticing so many great talent approaching us and um, just like so happy that they want to, you know, affiliate with Rockstar, but unfortunately we couldn't hire every single one of them because yeah, it's just like <laughs> we would hire like, 50 people per month or something like it's just unfortunately not possible so um but often i would you know i was very impressed with them so uh and then you know you try to keep them in mind for this case when a startup but you can't it's too much to keep in your mind right so um yeah that's why i was looking for a system to kind of share this information with our startups and at the same time uh, on the kind of more on the bigger picture I was noticing that people are not so much applying for jobs anymore or you know that's you still do it because that's the way it works but that's not necessarily what people want um, they want to kind of especially in the startup scene people join a startup because they want to change from right. you know this corporate ladder that goes nowhere and just this kind of preset system of the way it should be and they just get excited by uh, startups in general and they want to participate because they know they will be able to add amazing value even if you don't have like a huge CV already like it's yeah. not so much about yeah. all of your accomplishments it's more about your drive and you know are you willing to do it so I was noticing this and then I thought you know like instead of creating this super complicated job board, which I guess we could do, but it will be just so traditional, traditional <laughs> and startups, I know they will never keep it updated. There will be like jobs on there from like five months ago. And again, they will have a new job. They won't, don't want to post it on this platform. They want to ask me for someone yeah. to hire. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I thought, why not just keep it super simple and give uh, startups like kind of a pool of pe just awesome people right. in general right. <laughs> and maybe, you know, structure it a little bit like according to, you know, like a developer being different from a salesperson, Lovely. for example. Yes. Yeah. So maybe have like a kind of a structure in it, but just basically a data dump of just cool people 
and then on the other hand having people wanting to join a startup not having to go through a million specific jobs but just and you know all these crazy titles that are running around now and they're like not sure what it means <laughs> and maybe they're open to doing many different things and they don't want to confine to just one or two jobs they just want to say hey i want to join the startup scene this is me this is what i can do you know yeah. hire me <laughs> basically yeah. and i think like i think that works and i think that uh, uh that's also kind of maybe the future of hiring where you're not necessarily like begging for a certain position we were talking about the startups and they are having most of the time they have one problem to solve right? exactly instead of one person to hire yeah which is interesting because we also try to focus on more proactive hiring, just yeah. like town building basically, yeah. but also for startups themselves, because um, especially in product building, you see uh, websites like GitHub, you encounter a lot of developers online. Mm -hmm. And we see that startups really appreciate having this personal contact, so they choose someone yeah. to ask or to invite, yeah. uh, instead of just spray and pay, having yeah. you know, as many job ones as possible and we will see what happens. Yeah. So how do you think that will develop in the future? Will it be more personal kind of recruiting? Yeah. With an existing like group of, or network of people you have? And yeah, I think so. I think so. Definitely. I mean, I can't speak for, you know, the more traditional companies probably <laughs> it will take a long time. Long time but especially yeah. in, the, in the startup scene, you know, it's, it's, uh, I think, what what it comes down to is more like equal based. That's also once you're hired, it's it's often much more. Uh, you know, there's not like one person that's on top and and, and it's like the boss of of everyone and you're very detailed. Like it's more you know you join for your own reasons and you you want to participate, you want to help out and you help build, but you're still like your own valuable person so to say and, and, and you can make your own decisions and I think that's the same with hiring you don't want to have this kind of dynamic where there's this HR person or even the the director who's like really have to suck up to them reading and the just, reports yeah the and reports. just tell them everything they want to hear and then you're so happy that you get a contract for so many months or a fixed contract and like I don't think that's really what people are after anymore. They don't want to have their pension funds and fixed contracts. Right, like right. They want to do something that they actually care about and they, that, you know, the product cares about them as well, that they are valued and that everything they do is taken seriously. And uh, that's the same with hiring. You don't want to, you don't want to come begging for a job. You want to you know, kind of hear, okay, what is this about? Sounds cool, maybe you have some questions about it, maybe you, yeah, you want to kind of start a conversation like this. Yeah. And of course, there's still practical, like I, you know, get approached a lot by people uh, wanting to work for Rockstar, then it's awesome, but like I can't have coffee with every single person, unfortunately, like that would be like my full day. Um, so there is kind of still, of course, usually a little bit of a dynamic where the employer kind of decides when things happen. Sure. Um, but that doesn't mean that you like don't value this person. And I think people should also then be like, you know, okay, if it's, if you really don't like that dynamic, then you just step out, you know, like, then you're like okay. Um, but uh, yeah, so I think people want to read 
if they are looking for a job, they want to read about the company. They want to know what actually are you doing. They want to read about the problem they're going to be solving. And they don't want to read like this whole paragraph of bullshit about uh, positive attitude and working ethics. No, 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 and nine to five mentality. Nine to five, you know, like, <laughs> no. So I think that's, that's the part where it gets more equalized. And on the other hand, also employers, like me, I don't want to read your standard cover letter explaining all your management skills or whatever that means. You know, I want to just read why do you want to join us? Yeah, why so does it sound back exciting? Back to problem solving again, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and who can solve yeah. That's it. Yeah. And, uh, and if you have any doubts or questions, Andrew, then I want to hear that as well. I want to know, you know, maybe you say, oh, this sounds really cool, but I'm just wondering, you know, What's the setup? What are my direct colleagues doing? What does they do? Now, things like that, it only makes me appreciate someone more, I think, than kind of this whole big letter saying, I'm excellent and all these things, you know, it's not realistic and it's kind of this game we're all playing and everyone yeah. knows it's not real. Yeah. And why not just get real, you know? But do you think yeah. this, this, there's big pitfalls to this as well? Do you think it, this translates well into other scenes, so so with less knowledgeable people with yeah. other kind of uh, roles in the company. Yeah, it could, but then again, there's so many pitfalls happening now. Right. <laughs> so right. Yeah. there's always every system is gonna have its flaws, and it's gonna have you know if people are very are trying to do harm, then they probably will succeed. Right. I don't know if you should focus on that, like. I, I always think people don't try to do harm <laughs> and maybe one time I will find, find out someone does and then it's like, you know, shit. But right. so all of the times I did give someone the benefit of the doubt, it just works out so much better and easier. Um, but yeah, of course, there is this stage. and But this is all like the first stage, right? Like Sorry. when you're meeting each other. And then of course you have to do um, something more in depth about actually, you know, like maybe assessments, assignments, something to, uh, and that depends on the position, of course, like what's really needed for it. Um, uh, but that's after you've both established that you're like interested in each other, I think, and then you already uh, say, you know, then you, yeah, then you already kind of break this dynamic of of you have to jump through hoops and do whatever I <laughs> tell you to do. Right. And it's more like, okay, we've established that this is what we need. You think you can solve it, but let's put it to the test. Because not every company is great at really explaining their problem very well. And I think that's something I'm thinking about sometimes, is how to do this better, how to um, kind of measure because yeah, the, the job descriptions, I think, are old fashioned and uh, they have no use in my opinion. But how to communicate really in a great way what you need. Um, and the step before, how to know what you need. So I think this is an issue that uh, um, is interesting to solve. Um, but in the meantime, you know, you just kind of yeah, first you talk about it in general, and then I think it's still good to do like this kind of 
assessment in whatever way to really establish that you know what you have in mind is what this other person can do and the other way around also for the, if you keep telling someone this is kind of what we do and then you give them an assessment and like oh but I had something completely different in mind then they're also going to be able to make their own decision on whether they still want to Luckily, yeah. So, so in terms of thinking about going more in depth with the candidate, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. When do you really realize this is a good hire? Is that is that the first moment you talk to someone? No, no, definitely not. Or does I've, it more time? Yeah, I've definitely switched opinions often. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So this are and also like for example, we have a lot of internship positions. We usually only do like one interview. And then sometimes in assessments, if it's like some specific skills they need, but often we have more like general kind of operations helping out nice. type internships. So it's not really any specific skill you need, more an attitude. And I think that can be determined in just a face-to-face -face interview. But yeah, for other positions, definitely we do like um, assessments or um, more actually... Uh, uh, Assign like real assignments that they have to solve an actual problem that we're facing, and um, yeah, it has happened quite often that someone completely changed my mind, like positively and negative negatively, um, and I think it really helps. And also, it has happened that people uh, then realize that oh, this is not this is not matter. what I was thinking uh, because. People tend to read what they want to read, mm. so yeah, you you write something and you feel like this is clear, but you don't know what the other person is gonna read. Right. Um, so uh, the, I think the, you always have to keep an open mind, you know, in the second or third stages of of, of hiring, because. Uh, why else do those stages? Exactly. <laughs> it makes so, no sense. But they are necessary. Yeah, I think so. not for so like I said, not for every position. If it's really just about a certain attitude, drive, and like practical like availability and all those things, and it's like a junior, super junior position, then I don't see the use in making this super long procedure. Makes sense. But uh, yeah, if it's like a more kind of serious commitment from both parties, then I think it makes sense to kind of really be sure about it and uh, but yeah I mean when I am I really sure like a month after hiring or six months after hiring I think even then yes yeah because you never know exactly how it's gonna like you hope for the best um, but that's again you know the startup scene most startups give very well com comparatively low salaries and not a lot of commitments in terms of long-term or fixed contracts, um, which is fair enough because that's just the way the industry is set up. But that also means, and I think all startups should accept, that again, their staff is going to not be these kind of puppies that sit around and are just right. like doing, but they're going to make their own decision. And if that decision is, you know, I'm not getting what I deserve or I'm not, uh, doing what I want to be doing, then they leave, and that's I think fair enough. You know, um, uh, I wouldn't want someone to stay just because they get a certain salary mm -hmm. and that and that makes their life comfortable. You know, like that's not I think really great reason to 
get up every morning and... So it's good to be picky from, yeah. from an employee standpoint. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, I think that it again, this is kind of this equality where uh, employer uh, startup employers don't want to give huge salaries and huge uh, commitments. That's fine. Then you should also accept that um, their employees are going to make their own decisions on what's best for them. And I think that you can still be like good friends and kind of let someone <laughs> handle it in a mature way. Yeah. 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 So in the end, just one more thing I yeah. want to know: hire fast, fire fast. Not your strategy, or I wouldn't say fire does it fast. Doesn't apply to a startup. I wouldn't say fire. I don't like. We're not really firing people. No. It's more that you, as equals, you kind of start a conversation at one point, maybe that. But yeah, fast turnover, maybe yes, uh, because the goal is to keep everyone happy and productive always and if that means if that they can't do that anymore in their role and they and they're we're not a huge organization where they can just pick from any other role and do that then they should move on and do something else cool but it's not like you're fired you suck away but it's more like yeah you know you do what you love and if you don't love it anymore go do something else right okay. yeah cool well i'd like to wrap it up with that thanks cool. for the interview yeah. really interesting Yes. And uh, you'll hear from us.